1: Welcome back to this special coverage of Super Tuesday. It's not just Super Tuesday uh, anywhere, but it's Super Tuesday here. In the state of Utah, for the first time, we Utahns are participating in this contest, where a third of the delegates available to the candidates for president will be handed out. At uh, 24 hours from now, the landscape will be entirely different. The way we see things now, the candidates were uh, familiar with right now, will be totally different. The strategies will be shifting over the next 24 hours. Uh, new alliances may be forming. I wouldn't be surprised that in the next uh, short little while, we hear of maybe one of the front runners reaching down to those who have uh, fallen out of the race and say, uh, hey, Maybe you and I ought to run for president together, you as my vice presidential pick. Uh, who knows? How those deck chairs will be reshuffled, it's uncertain. But we're covering it here on KSL News Radio. This will be my first uh, Super Tuesday of coverage here at the station. I'm very grateful uh, I've been given this uh, responsibility, which included uh, last night a conversation uh, between myself, uh, Doug Wright, and Boyd Matheson, who will join me in just a moment to uh, share some of the insight into a conversation he had this morning. Uh, with one of those candidates uh, for president on the Democrat side, Mayor Michael Bloomberg. Uh, Before we get to that conversation, I want to put forth a few invitations. First and foremost, I want to hear from you. I want to know as you uh, decide whether or not to go to the ballot box today and cast your vote in these primary elections, uh, I'd like to know uh, what you're thinking about, uh, who you're supporting, why you're supporting that candidate. If you're comfortable and willing, please give me a call. Uh, Leave me a 15-second note uh 801-575-7668 is the number 801-575-7668 what i want you to do is call in and in 15 seconds Share with me your rationale for supporting the candidate of your choice. And what producer Amy uh, and Gustavo are going to do, they're going to help me out and put these uh, voicemails together from you. And at the end of the program, uh, we're going to play them back. Uh, as long as you talk uh, nice and friendly and don't use any of that nasty language, we're going to play them unfiltered. Uh, because uh, I think it's important that uh, that you know uh, that I want you to participate in, in this process, and I want to help uh, get your voice out there in addition to uh, the the you're able to communicate uh, via the ballot box so one last time 801 575 7668 is the number. Uh, call in. Give me a 15 second pitch for the candidate of your choosing at the end of today's program. We'll play that for you. Now, onto a conversation I've been looking forward to uh, all morning. Boyd Matheson, uh, coming to be a good friend of mine. I, I do enjoy our back and forth here in the morning, Boyd, as the day gets going. Uh, last night was an absolute treat to share the, the microphone with yourself and uh, Doug Wright as we looked forward to today, uh, Super Tuesday, this historic event. Uh, you, though, this morning had yourself a pretty fascinating conversation. Who'd you talk to today?
0: <laughs> Talking with Mayor Mike Bloomberg from New York. Uh, had a really nice chat with him very early this morning. He's actually down in Florida, uh, so think through that a little bit. He's already uh, a state ahead of everyone else in yeah. terms of uh, his strategy uh, moving forward, so really interesting takes from uh, from the mayor.
1: Let me play a few of the the, the comments made to you by the mayor this morning. One of the questions you asked was, what would make all this worth it? Or rather, what would make it all worth it if uh, you don't end up in the White House? His response. What would
2: be great is if I can look back and say I um, made sure that uh, Donald Trump, who I don't think is qualified for the job, was no longer living in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And we had somebody who had, had management skills management skills and not just uh, legislative skills. Mm. Uh, legislative skills don't really matter here. And um, the uh, what does matter is being able to uh, attract great people and, and manage them. And management's not something you read a book about and then do. And, in fact, the uh, head of the government can't really delegate it to anybody else. Everybody looks to that person. That's the person who makes the decision.
1: Can I say, Boyd, when I first heard that comment uh, made, it makes a lot of sense, uh, and certainly to organize the great campaign organization that he has put together, all the spending that has gone into it, uh, almost eclipsing half a billion dollars right now with no end in sight. Uh, there was one thing that he said that was, uh, for me at least as a former congressional staffer, uh, a bit disconcerting, and it was that there is no importance to be placed on one's legislative abilities.
0: Yeah, I thought that was interesting that he went there, but he, but he is right, though, in terms of the... Uh, the president's role, is uh, that's the Congress's role. Uh, And so I I think we we split it a a little bit there. Uh, And to me, the really interesting thing, I've been asking that question uh, of candidates for a a long time. I'm sure you've done it as uh, you you kind of filter through folks uh, for the boss, uh, whether that's in Congress or in the Senate. Uh, And and if people can't answer that one quickly, like there was no, the thing that was important to me in his response was not so much all the details, but it was the fact that he was very clear uh, that, even if he ran and lost, he knew what he wanted out of this. Uh, and so that's that's a good thing to ask any candidate is what what's going to make all of this pain and suffering and all the challenges of a campaign, what's going to make it worth it even if you don't win? Uh, and he scored pretty high on that in my book just from a standpoint of he was very clear. There was no hesitation. He knew what the goal was, regard win, lose, or draw.
1: Yeah, no. An objective, an objective-driven uh, approach is is always effective. It's good and clear to have that all laid out at the onset. You made uh, a comment to the the mayor. You said uh, that um, the American people uh, they don't want a wimp. You use that word wimp, and man, uh, <laughs> one thing I noticed was he he bristled. responded immediately. <laughs> yeah. He let no time pass without clarifying <laughs> that. Let me play that exchange here.
2: I think uh, looking at a resume uh, isn't uh, all that uh, informative. It's going and seeing what people actually did before. And uh, if they really ran something and the results were good, that's the person that I would gamble will do it the next time as well. If they hadn't done it before, uh, you don't want somebody coming into the White House that needs training wheels.
0: (laughs) Sure. Uh, I love that. There was a... Go ahead. Oh, I, I, you know, I, I love the fact that, uh, you know, he, he jumped right to the training wheels. We got we got to get right at it and get going. Uh, but the real important part of that question to me is, you know, we, we have all of these political consultants uh, and they tend to make candidates very safe. And it, it turns people who are fighters again, the American people want to be led by a fighter. Now, ultimately, they want to be led by a smart fighter. Um, but in the absence of a smart fighter, They'll take anybody and that's you can take the success of a Bernie Sanders or a Donald Trump and say people weren't worried about the smart part because they're just tired of not of just having wimps represent them. Uh, and so you have to get past this consultant certified pollster approved messaging. I mean, go down the list. Kamala Harris. She's a smart fighter. They turned her into a smart wimp. Amy Klobuchar. Same. Marco Rubio. So go back to the Republican side. Jeb Bush. There's, there's a, Scott Walker from Wisconsin. Smart fighter, but was turned by con- political consultants into a safe, smart wimp. And that's why they're not sitting at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue.
1: That, that industry, and this is uh, you, you know maybe fodder for a, a much longer conversation, I'm sure, but the consultant class uh, and that entire industry, I, I I am blown away that they didn't learn lessons uh, from the 2016 race. But what you're saying is exactly right. Uh, that rule book needs to be thrown out. Uh, there is a new way of doing business now. And whether you agree with that or not, if it uh, encourages you or discourages you, uh, reality is such that you need exactly what you've just described, someone who uh, will just come right out. Uh, will say it and will not do so in a wimpish fashion. Uh, Last comment I want to make, and we're already a little bit late, but it was uh, a a, a comment uh, that the mayor made to you saying that he is not running to be the high school debater-in-chief, but rather the commander-in-chief. And one thing I I think is sometimes lost on folks, it certainly has been uh, largely absent from the debates, uh, say, in Las Vegas or South Carolina. Uh, but what that actually means, that phrase, commander-in-chief, it is. it doesn't apply to you and me, Boyd. It applies to members of the military. Commander-in-chief uh, refers to the specific relationship between uh, the president uh, and the, the military. And that is, that's that's uh, an area I'd like to see these candidates speak more about, uh, specifically Mayor Bloomberg.
2: Yeah,
0: for sure. The, the, the military component, and you're absolutely right, I think we have to be careful about how we throw the commander-in-chief title around. You can be Consoler-in-Chief, you can be Strategist-in-Chief, yeah. you can be a lot of other things to the American people or to the members of Congress. Uh, but but you've got to reserve that Commander-in-Chief uh, just, uh, just for the, uh, the troops because that's what that uh, role is exclusively about, you're spot on.
1: Exactly right. Boyd Matheson, host of Inside Sources. Sir, good get this morning. Good conversation you had with Mayor Bloomberg. That's pretty cool. Uh, Boyd Matheson, also opinion editor of the Deseret News. Sir, I'm grateful to you for joining me on today's program. Hey, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Lee. All right, very good. listen, next up we're going to be speaking with Scott Howell, good friend of mine, former Senate Minority Leader here in the Utah Senate, Also a supporter of Joe Biden. He's right here and he'll speak to us next on KSL news radio.